0: Good morning, God's wonderful people. Today is another day to give God thanks, and it is a good day to give Him thanks. We give thanks to God every time, every day, for everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. We give God thanks for the good things in our lives, but we also give God thanks for the things we consider to be bad, because everything comes to us from the hand of God. Nothing that happens to us comes from anywhere else. God is the one who directs our lives. He's the one who brings the good. He's the one who sends the bad. So we give him thanks for everything because one thing we know for sure and is that all things work together for good to those who love God, who are called by his name. And so we know all things are working together for our good. The end result will be worth it all. So let's give him thanks today for the good. Let's give him thanks for the bad. Let's give him thanks for the things that are tasty. Let's give him thanks for the things that are tasteless. Let us always remember that for everything we go through in life, we give God thanks because thanking him is how we progress through life with a grateful heart. We are able to rise above the storm and ride the waves and live life on a different plane. So let's remember today to give God thanks for all that he sends our way. Whether it is something we like, whether it's something that we don't like, whether it's something that brings us joy in this life, or it brings us pain, it doesn't matter. Let's give him thanks and be ever mindful that he is our God. The stories has been told of a girl who was a daughter of one of the royal families of Europe, but had a big bulbous nose that in her eyes destroyed her beauty and resulted in her seeing herself as an ugly person. Finally, her family hired a famous plastic surgeon to change the contour of the girl's nose. He did his work. And there came the moment when they took the bandages off and the girl could see the results. The doctor saw that the operation had been a total success. All the ugly contours were gone. Her nose was different. When the incisions healed and the redness disappeared, she would be a beautiful girl. He held up a mirror for the girl to see. But so deeply embedded was the girl's image of herself that when she saw herself in the mirror, she couldn't see any change she broke into tears and cried out, oh, I knew it wouldn't work. It took six months before the girl would accept the fact that she was indeed an attractive person. And it wasn't until she had accepted this fact that her self-image and behavior began to change accordingly. So it is with those who are in Christ. We must accept our new identity before we will change. When we started this podcast, we started talking about the identity of our enemy. We identified the enemy we fight. We then turned our attention to looking at the armor we wear. And in in series two, we looked at battle engagement, the battles we fight. In this new series, we want to look at the identity of the warrior. So, this series will be entitled The Warrior's Identity. Because it is very important that we know our identity, know our true identity, because our purpose is wrapped up in our identity. The job we are supposed to be doing on this earth is wrapped up in our identity. If you don't know who you are, then you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. And you will accept anything from anyone. Because you don't know who you are. We have heard many stories about the eagle. Our eagle growing up among chickens. Behaving like a chicken. Acting and living like a chicken. Subjecting himself to the life of a chicken. Not knowing that he has the ability to soar high above in the wind. But when that eagle comes to know who they are. In one story, the eagle would have seen another eagle flying in the sky and took to flight. Because seeing that eagle gave that eagle a picture of who they are. And so that eagle took to flight. So there are many stories you have heard about this. So much to teach us. That before we can fulfill or even know our purpose, we must know who we are. So we want to take time out to look at our identity, the warrior's identity. And to bring this out, we are going to go to the very beginning. Because one thing is for sure, my friends. If you want to know the purpose of an item that is made, you have to go back to looking at the the manufacturer and why they created it and what purpose it was created. All of that is wrapped up in the person who created it. For example, when you think about an item that you may have in your house, let's say, for example, a telephone. A telephone is created by the manufacturer for a specific purpose. Now, if you come and you see that item, you don't know why it was created or what problem it was created to to solve. You may use it for various things. But if you want to know the true purpose of that item, you have to go to its manual because the manual is what the creator of that item has prepared so that people who buy his item will know the purpose and the use of his item and how to use it. So if you want to know the purpose of something, you go back to its creator, because that's where it will be defined, that's where it's defined as to its purpose. In the same way, my friends, you want to know the, the, the identity of the warrior, the warrior's identity, you have to go back to the warrior's creation. The person who created the warrior, vested in that warrior, the purpose for that warrior, why was that world created? All the things that man has created throughout time was created to solve a problem. Everything man has invented throughout time was invented to solve a problem. So we must understand, therefore, that everything created is created with a purpose, with a purpose for it to solve a problem. In the same way, we have to understand that when God created man, when the warrior was created, it was created for a specific purpose. Whatever that purpose is, whatever that problem that man is supposed to solve for which he was created, that is wrapped up in the creator. And the name of the item may also give you an understanding as to why it was created and the purpose for it because the name of the item embodies its purpose. So all that is important in knowing the identity and the purpose of the item. The same thing with us as people of God as men as warrior, the warrior, his identity is wrapped up in his name his, his identity is wrapped up in his purpose his purpose is 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 found in his identity or or it should be the other way around is is his identity is wrapped up in his purpose, the purpose which was created. That is what will define who he is. To find out all of this, my friends, we have to go to the very beginning. Because that's where you'll find the information that defines the warrior's purpose and his identity. That means we have to go back to the book of Genesis. Genesis is the book of the beginning. That's the title of this book, The Beginning. Beginning. So we have to go back to the beginning to see what it says about this warrior. Because in this, the warrior's identity is found. So we'll be looking in the book of Genesis. And so we're going to take some time out in this new series to look into this book of Genesis. It's called Genesis in the Septuagint and in our modern day translation, but its proper name is the beginning. Right, that's how it's defined in the original text. That's the name of the book in the original text. The word is Bereshit. And so it means in the beginning. So that's the title of this book. That's the title of this book. And it it, it falls right into the same pattern as to all Moses named the other books as well. They're all named using the same pattern. So we can't miss that. But nonetheless, we'll be looking at Genesis. And Genesis will be our our field, our play field, but we are going to zero in our attention in chapter one because chapter, on, chapter one will be our playground. We are going to focus in on chapter one and in chapter one, we are going to center our attention and dig deeply into verse 26 to verse 31. That will be our primary text. So verse 26 to verse 31 will be our primary text as we go through to find out what is the the warrior's identity. As we look at the warrior's identity, we'll dig deep into these verses, extract all the truth that the creator of the warrior has defined the warrior as being because the creator is the one who has that right and privilege to define the warrior's purpose and define his identity. That's who defines who the warrior is. It's not what others say. It's not what he portrays. It's not the things that he has been through. It's not his experiences that defines the warrior. The warrior is defined by his creator. Just as all the items you have in your house, the vacuum cleaner, the mop, the broom, the speakers, whatever it is, your computer, your television, All of these items, their purposes and identities are defined by their manufacturers in the same way that the warrior's identity is defined and specified by his creator. The one who created him. And in verse 26 to verse 31, we will see the true identity of the warrior shining forth. And we will extract these truths from the text. We will declare these truths. We will go through this text and see and highlight all the truths that it tells us about this warrior, the warrior. Our golden verse will be verse 26. That will be our essential verse because in that verse, we will see specified some very remarkable truth, some eye-opening truth about the warrior. Let me tell you something. When a soldier knows his identity, when a warrior knows his purpose, when a warrior knows who he is. It brings him to a higher level. It brings him to a level where he will not fear the enemy because he knows who he is. When Joshua faced the Canaanites, on many occasions, his army was a little blimp compared to the army he was facing. At one point in, in, in in his campaign, one of the campaigns that Joshua and the children of Israel went on, they were facing an amalgamation of nations of 20 different nations coming together to come against israel 20 different nations coming together to fight against them the description that the book of joshua gave is that they numbered so much like the sand on the seashore And you're looking at an army that Joshua had, according to the book of Numbers, the numbering of the persons who were 20 years and older, I think the number was about 600 and and plus. Just over 600,000. So you can imagine an army of just about 600,000 men facing an army of people that was too much to be numbered, like the sand on the seashore. An amalgamation of 20 different nations, but yet Joshua faced those nations and destroyed them, totally wiping them out. Why? Because he knew who he was. He knew his identity. He knew who he was. He wasn't wondering who he was. He knew who he was and that gave him the confidence to face these armies. Let me tell you something, friends. To look at a host of people coming against you that you cannot number. As far as you can see, you're looking at the army. It covers the entire mountain coming at you. And you're looking at your army of just a few men. A lot of people's heart will melt. So we will look through Genesis, look and focus on chapter 1, focusing in on 26 to 31, but zeroing in on verse 26. We are going to be doing this study. We're going to be looking at a lot of things. We're going to be firstly analyzing the book of Genesis, learning all we can learn from that book, and see what the book is about. Because before you cannot understand chapter 1, before you can begin to dissect and 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 you know extract truth from chapter one, you must know the book from which it's taken. You must understand the book from which we are going to take chapter one. And so, therefore, we are we're gonna spend some time looking at the book and understanding the book of Genesis, knowing its purpose, knowing what it tells us, knowing what it contains, knowing what it's all about. Then we're gonna look at chapter one. And we are going to then analyze that chapter, learning what we can learn from that chapter. Then we're going to zero in on verse 26. But at the same time, we are going to spend some time looking at the primary text, verse 26 to verse 31. As you go through that text, you're going to learn some things about yourself that you may not have known before. Maybe you might not have known, but maybe you don't know. But you're going to learn some things about yourself that is going to not only open your eyes to your potential, but it's also going to open your eyes to what you can do and the power you possess as a created being of the Almighty God. So much to know, so much to learn. So my friends, let's dig in. Get yourself all geared up and ready to learn about the warrior's identity. The warrior's identity is something that we all must know. If you are a warrior, you need to know it. Even if you're not a believer, knowing your identity is important. Because this is not just the identity of the believer, it is the identity of every man. And so I would implore that you join us for these podcasts the series of studies that you'll able be able to know who you are what you should be doing what you're on earth for what are you here on earth for what problem should you be solving what problem were you created to solve there is a problem that you were created to solve and you must start your journey in solving that problem because mankind humanity will not be better until you solve the problem you were created to solve. You were created to make humanity better. And you can't do that if you don't know who you are. Join us as we embark on this study to knowing the warrior's identity. Father, we give you thanks this morning. We thank you for your goodness, your love, your mercy. We ask you, Lord, to let your Holy Spirit tabernacle with us. So that, Lord, as we embark on this journey, He will guide us into your truth. He will open up the truth of your words to us that we can see and understand who we are and what you have created us for and to do. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit will guide every step, guide every word, that, Father, your name will be glorified as we seek and live to give you glory and praise. We give you thanks today jesus name amen have a great day now my friends and do remember that god loves you and i do too shalom